What's up, everybody? My name is Tamia, and I would love to officially welcome you to Tapped In, the podcast. This is going to serve as a safe space for us all to heal, grow, and just ride this wave called life together. I'm going to have some special guests on here. We're going to cover some interesting topics, and we're just going to get through the good, the bad, and the ugly of it all. We got all the good vibes. We got all the universal love. Let's get ready to tap in. Okay, so we are here today with Jamila, also known as Yoga with Jamila on Instagram. She's an experienced certified yoga instructor, a Reiki practitioner, healing advocate, mother, etc. She wears a lot of hats and she does them all very well. I'll let her go ahead and introduce herself and tell us a little bit a little bit more about who she is and what she does. Hey everybody, what's up? As you know, or as she said, my name is Jamila. I am here in Modesto as a certified yoga teacher. Um, what can I tell you about myself? Uh, do you want to know the beginning of the yoga journey? <laughs> yeah, so how did yoga... So you've been a certified yoga instructor for a while. Five years. Five years. Yep. So how did that come to be? Like, how did you get introduced to yoga? Is it something you felt called to, or did you just go take a class and it just stuck with you, or how did that come about? It came about through meditation. Meditation, okay. Yeah, I was told one day in meditation, April 2016, that yoga was gonna be big for me in my future. And I literally had done, before that, maybe two yoga classes in my entire life. And so I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yoga's going to be big for me in my future. Yeah. Also, in the same transmission, I was told I was going to move to Redondo Beach, and I was like, whatever, Redondo Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. And so, um, like, long story short, I ended up, uh, you know, following my guidance, following my intuition. One day, uh, like a few weeks later, I was meditating before work. I was told I was going to put in my notice that day. I did, and you know, from there, I just went. I did a little cross country road trip with my son, and then you know, we moved out to Redondo Beach. Nice. And the right before I actually moved there, when I was there, kind of just exploring the lay of the land to see um, where we would live, <laughs> that very first week. I found a job at a yoga studio that I wasn't even looking for. Like I was um, looking for a place and all of a sudden this yeah. yoga studio job appeared and I yeah. was like, and I just remember hearing yoga's gonna be big right. for you in your future. So I was like, let me just apply and yeah. see what happens. <laughs> and it was just for a simple energy exchange um, position where you know mm -hmm. you trade your time and then you get to take unlimited yoga classes. So I was like, let me see if I even right. like this. And sure enough, like I happened to be passing by the place one day. This was the day after I submitted my, you know, application. And I just was like, let me just walk in there. So I walked in and I was like, <laughs> the guy walked to the front and he said, 
hi, can I help you? I said, oh, well, I uh, applied for the energy exchange program. I just wanted to check out the place. He said, are you Jamila? I said, yeah. He said, we were just going to call you. You know what? Let's do the interview now. Really? I was like, <laughs> I was like all right. <laughs> so then, you know, I ended up doing the interview with one other girl because they would interview like in pairs sometimes. Right. So I did the interview, and he let me know right before I left. He was like, all right, you got the position. I was oh, like, nice. all right. And from there, I just remember the very the very first time I took a class there, people just kept going, are you a yoga teacher? Are you? And I was, yeah. I was all confused. Like, I was like, I look nothing like, you know, the Western standard right, of yoga right, teacher. Yeah. So I was like, why does everybody think I'm a yoga teacher? So I'm like. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I took it as a sign, and I ended up meeting a lot of people through there, and it was just what happened was I said, okay, well, it would be cool to take um, the yoga teacher training, but it was just me and my son out there, and I knew that would require a whole lot of time. Yeah. So um, I was meditating on it, and I was like, okay, so what's the next step? And I was like, you have to leave Redondo. I was like, wait, right. wait a second. Like, I just you came just out there. here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love this place. I mean, I was out there for, like, just under a year. And I fell in love with the place. And I was all stressed out. Like, why would you have me leave this place that I love? My son yeah. was, you know, in school, his sophomore year. And then, like, my son, he's... <laughs> he, he understands just because he's lived it to see how it is following your intention, um, right. not your intention, but your intuition like wholeheartedly. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. you gotta just pick up and leave. So yeah. it was like, he was built for that. So I said, I told him, I said, hey, so we're probably gonna have to leave. Um, how do you feel about that? He said, it's okay, mom. You know, we go right. back to Modesto, yeah. it's cool, because all his friends were out here. Right. So it was just, it was nothing. It was like, okay, so we, you know, I ended up selling my car because Spirit told me I needed to get rid uh -huh. of the car. And I was right. like, okay. So I ended up selling the car um, and just bringing all our stuff back out here. I enrolled him in school. And the day I put him in school, I got back to the house and Spirit was just like, all right, what's missing? And I said, uh -huh. damn, where's the yoga? So I'm like looking right. for all like what they had uh, yoga wise out here in Modesto. I think at the Very time, minimal. right, yeah. and and this was like in 2017, so you know it was oh, even yeah. worse. Yeah. I think the only thing that came up was like village yoga, oh, but yeah. their schedule was so off. It was like they had like one or two classes in the morning, then there was this yeah. huge gap, and I was like, I was like, dang. And then I just kept hearing yoga teacher training, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? And then it was like literally two days later i had a call scheduled with a medium and she was like what's up girl because she was also one of my friends so we were just talking and she said what's going on i said oh nothing she said hold on why do i keep hearing yoga teacher yeah, yoga 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 and i was like everywhere. damn i said all right all right all right i was like <laughs> i was like it's done she said what is that about i said it's yoga teacher training. All right, fine. You don't have to say anything. I already right. know this is what I'm doing. So literally that night after I got off the phone with her, I probably went through hundreds of schools. And when they tell you your yoga school like <laughs> picks you, really? oh, it, it definitely does. So in my head, I was like, oh yeah, you know, cause it was, all, it was close to my birthday. I was like, I'm going to Bali, I'm going to <laughs> yeah, Thailand. That yeah. was all in my head. Spirit said, no, you're going to India. I said, nah. Wow. 
not doing that because <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to Thailand. You're going to India. And I was yeah. like, all right. I had narrowed down like out of the list of hundreds down to ten schools, and then <laughs> of course Thailand and Bali were like expensive. You right. know, when you're thinking about teacher training, I was like, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is not in alignment with my finance right, right, right now. So I said, okay. And I, when I reached out to all the schools, the one that, that hit me back that I felt the instant connection with was in Rishikesh, India. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and this happened to be in the yoga capital of the world. So I said, wow. Hmm. And I said, all right. So if I go... Ooh, I'd be landing on my birthday. So that's also, that was also a sign for me. I said, all right, all right, okay, I could do this. And then so I did. I ended up going to India for 30 days and, you know, came back certified. And when I got back to Modesto, the goal was to move back to Redondo because I love Redondo. (laughs) And that just didn't happen. Spirit had other (laughs) things in mind. I met Haley. Um, Are you familiar with ONAP? Do you remember ONAC? No. So ONAC was a Native American church uh-huh. that sold cannabis. It was downtown. Oh, yes. yes. So you I remember have, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yes. heard of that. So they they were amazing. Like, they, um, they provided a lot of services for uh-huh. their members. So um, a couple of the services they provided was uh, free meditation, free yoga classes, and I led both. So oh, that's, wow. That's how I um, came about. That was my first introduction into like actually training and doing classes and I was like okay and then they got shut down uh because this was all before it was legal and you know yeah (laughs) politics and and you know because they were a non-profit and the whole right it was like yeah no we're shutting you guys down so when that when they got shut down I thought about going to teach like at other yoga studios because uh-huh. I started seeing other things pop up like suka and stuff like that. But sometimes I would go and I would just feel the vibe wasn't right there. Yeah. It was yeah. like it wasn't in alignment with what with I was you, doing. Yeah. So I was from there. I just transitioned to doing private clients, and yeah. then I had private clients, and then you know the pandemic happened. <laughs> And and I said, okay. And I had one of my former yogis from ONAC reach out to me and asked me if I could start doing uh, online classes Mm -hmm. during the pandemic because he said that it doesn't matter where he went. He tried every studio in Modesto. He could never find like a vibe like mine. And they just were not the same. And I said, okay. So that's how I started teaching online, which was a whole nother learning curve. Yeah, especially like if you incorporate music because just having to get things synced and I mean there's a whole lot of connections that I had to go through. I had to yeah. go through the mixer and all that type of stuff, but yeah. So <laughs> that was like in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like your journey so far has been very like divinely lit. Yep. So it seems like do you use like when you have a big decision you feel like you need to make or a shift do you automatically go to meditation to like seek that guidance yep. okay because i feel like for myself and probably a lot of other people um it's like you know when like spirit or source is telling you to do something but sometimes it can feel like scary or you mm-hmm. second guess it like oh should i really do this because sometimes 
like according to society things might seem like unrealistic or like you said like up and moving like at the drop of a dime did you ever like second guess your decision Mm -hmm. to pursue yoga oh yeah um not necessarily to pursue yoga but that whole year like that whole 2016 year that year was me following my intuition like heavily right and when I you know talk to people about that period in time I'm like following your intuition is not for like the weak hearted no, or the weak minded because it it is literally like walking through that proverbial uh, valley of shadow and death yeah. and having blind faith yeah. because the the issue is is like when we look at ourselves you know coming from the ego standpoint our egos are only as old as we are in this life where okay. our souls are you know right. however whenever our souls were created you know right. some of us are older souls some of us are newer souls but like for instance I know, you know, I've had some times around, right, you know, yeah. so, so I'm like, okay, so I know my soul knows some things, but my ego is only 40 because I'm 40, uh-huh. you know, so when you're looking from your ego's perspective, our ego can only see from what it knows, yeah. from what we've like been through in this yeah. life. So then it's like, oh, do this. And you're just over here like this. Ah, right. Something yeah. about that doesn't yeah. sound right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know when you try to really identify where that's coming from like is it a fear is it you know because sometimes and this is the other thing when you're listening to your intuition especially in the beginning like you have to use discernment to figure out where that voice is coming from because sometimes your ego will come through masquerading as your uh-huh. intuition yeah. because it's in protective mode. Right. So it'll be like, oh yeah, you shouldn't do that because blah, 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 blah. And then when you start uncovering the layers as to where that message is coming from, like, oh, you shouldn't go over here because this, or you shouldn't, exactly. you know, start your podcast because what if people look at right. you crazy? Yeah. And then you're just like, Okay, but that seems rooted in fear, so I know yeah. that's coming from my exactly. ego. Yeah. And so it's just like that that whole time was a very <laughs> there were there were times I mean, I wanna say probably that whole year, if I was not on the phone with my uh, girlfriend who was going through a similar situation, I was on the phone with my mother or my father, yeah. just like, man. Okay, this is what I'm being guided to do right now. And it was like, okay, okay, all right. And the funny thing is, (laughs) like, my dad, he was right there in the beginning. He was like, okay. My mom in the beginning was more so like, all right, well, you know, just go with, with, you know, whatever. She wasn't 100% like believing in my whole belief of what was going on until after the whole India trip. Okay. Because when I got guided to go to India, oh, she was flipping out. She was freaked out because it was like, I'm her only child. I'm a woman. I'm a mother. And I'm going to a whole nother country alone. Right, yeah. And she's like, Okay, you know, getting to those panic attacks where my dad was like, oh, yes, but like, (laughs) my dad was there. But once, once, like, I came back, but I was in communication with her the whole time I was there. But once she saw, like, what was going on, she said, oh, 
Okay, maybe right. maybe there's something to what you're saying. So then when I got guided again the next year to go to Nicaragua mm-hmm. to do my 300 hour, she wasn't even tripping. Right. And yeah. that year of 2016 that had me, you know, in those periods of am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Yeah. Am I doing the right thing? It's yeah. like that prepared me for everywhere that life has taken me ever since. So I don't, like, when spirit speaks or intuition comes up, it's like, I don't even second guess. Sometimes, like, if I don't understand what's going on, I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but here we are. (laughs) I feel like that's definitely the point that I'm at. Um, Like, I definitely can tell when, like, spirit's speaking to me, but I'm just kind of breaking out of, like, the second guessing it and just mm-hmm. doing it. like for like how you said for my podcast like it took me so long to finally just do it because I was going back and forth like okay this is put on like my spirit but what if people don't listen to it or what if like just trying to think of all the reasons to like not do it mm-hmm. but yeah. I think um, <laughs> once you um once you really get in tune with your spirit like I do it through meditation like I'm not as consistent with yoga as I want to be but that definitely helps me um do you think, like, say for someone that has no idea how to, like, um, discern what their intuition is or their inner voice, would you suggest things like meditation or even yoga? Because I feel like yoga can kind of be, like, a form of meditation. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's there's so many forms of meditation. Some people, um, you know, just a lot of times put meditation in a box where they yeah, think you have to sit there and be silent. And like it's crisscross. Like, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> no, I I do meditate like that occasionally mm-hmm. <laughs> but a lot of times like I'm to the point when I get my guidance I don't even have to be sitting down right to, like yeah. it doesn't have to be quiet I could be on a drive a long drive with my music blasting mm-hmm. or like form of meditation it's just any form where you can somewhat let go of your thoughts yeah because what we're doing when we're in that active mind is we're always thinking we're always you know running through everything but the minute you can just let your mind go like for some people that'll happen through dancing Mm -hmm. it'll happen through um you know singing listening to music cleaning the house journaling like i'm a big fan of automatic writing like if you get down and you don't know you know what's right you can maybe have a prompt or you could just start with like hey today this is what happened and blah 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 blah, and see where it takes you exactly because the more you disengage from the active mind the easier it is to start to um into it and i feel like for people especially like if they're new and you know it's that intuition or the intuition is almost like a muscle in a sense where the more you listen to it the stronger it becomes Mm -hmm. now there is there is a a situation i have personally been through where if you ignore your intuition now here's the hard thing it's like that is that is that was that's a a bad place to be like when you've ignored your intuition you know for so long it could be about a particular instance you know Mm -hmm. anything if you know intuition or spirit keeps trying to tell you something and you keep like pushing it down then when the shit hits the fan then you're like oh (laughs) yeah and then you're sitting here in a situation where where you feel like 
you don't know if you could trust yourself. Right. That was like, I dealt with that with an ex before when it was just like, I knew something was happening. Yep. You know, and I just kept saying, oh, well, you know, you know, you just keep putting things down. And then when I got hit, like a ton of bricks and it was like, okay, I knew this. But then it's like coupled with like the emotional trauma you go through and then just you didn't listen it's like was i right was i wrong was i this and then you just don't know if you could trust yourself so then you have to rebuild that relationship with yourself it's just like if you were you know rebuilding trust with someone else because you have to rebuild that trust with yourself yeah that's very true yeah i feel like a lot of time we do second guess ourselves because i think a lot of people don't take the time to really just get to know themselves. Yep. Like a lot of people feel the need to be, not saying there's anything wrong with being surrounded by like community, but I feel like you really have to build the foundation with yourself first so that you know where you are and you have something to stand on and yeah. then branch out to other people. That was the beauty of the 2020 lockdowns. Yeah. And I, you know, was saying that the whole time, but I also told people whoever you were locked in with mm-hmm. <laughs> is who you had to do work with and you know for a lot of people they were locked in with themselves because you know when you look at how society is nowadays it's just like you know when you're talking about people needing to be surrounded by a community by community sometimes people are so disconnected from themselves or they don't want to feel they Mm -hmm. don't want to you know be with themselves like they're so scared like they have to be in everything like if they're not in drama they're they're out all the time they're in every single thing and it's like but when do you come come in right when do you take that moment for yourself because how are you connecting with people because you know there were like people who were like i'm stuck in the house i don't i don't don't know what to do i don't know you know and it's just like I was chilling. Yeah, right. It's like you don't know how to just be in the house. (laughs) You don't know how to relax. Right, yeah. And it's like just um, reconnecting and re-instructing people because in the society that we're in, and it's, I mean, literally it's designed this way. And (laughs) it's just like we're in a situation where, where people are so disconnected from themselves and so distracted from themselves because Mm -hmm. that is how they make us, you know? They want us to be that way because then we become consumers of whatever they're trying to push on us, you know? We start to like hate ourselves or our appearance or we feel like we're not enough or the biggest thing, they want you to, they wanna make you feel like you can't do whatever it is that you came to this earth to do. Exactly. Like, you have to go to school. You have to be in this type of job. You have to, this is what defines success. And you're just like, okay. So people are striving and striving and striving to achieve somebody else's goals. Exactly. To, to, you know, be on somebody else's path. And people forget why they even incarnated into this life. It's like... When you start to find what actually inspires you at a heart level, Mm -hmm. then you will understand what you came to bring to this world. Because everybody didn't come here to do the same thing. Right, Like, literally. And I feel like that's, yeah, I just feel like, because I went through college, 
and worked retail, did a bunch of stuff that I didn't. I know I'm not here to sell shoes and stuff, <laughs> but like, it's just, it's, it's really pushed on us. Like you have to do this stuff to make a living for yourself mm-hmm. or you have to work super, super, super hard to like earn joy or to earn mm-hmm. like peace and happiness. And it's almost like I'm trying to like break out of that because I know I know that my main goal for being here is to find out what to, what I bring to like the collective and to live in that. But it almost feels like you're like fighting against like a whole system that's created for the opposite. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, things are shifting. Yeah. And, you definitely. know, 2021, you know, got to got to shout out my generation that, <laughs> that led the great resignation because it's like, no, nah, we don't. Yeah. Have, first of all, we don't have to take this. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, you got to come. No, 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 no. We'll leave that hustle culture to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like this isn't about that. And that's what people have to get out of. Right. Like, it's like, OK, so I lived a part of hustle culture. Yes, I did have three jobs at one time. Yep. Yes, I did do all these things. But it's like I don't like people ask about, you know, where I am in my journey with my yoga and stuff. And I'm just like. I don't even look for things. Right. Things find me. Alignment. It's about alignment. Right. When you're aligning, there's no hustling. Exactly. You're you're simply becoming who you need to be yeah. and the opportunities come to you as they yeah. should. And that is the way that things should be in this life. Instead right. of that hustle where everybody's on this hamster wheel, oh my gosh. It's and like you're the weekend. Thing. I got the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And it's like <laughs> Okay, um, no, yeah, no, like, no. Because no. <laughs> that just seems very, like, forceful. And I feel like people have a very hard time believing that life can, like, you can be, every day can be, like, at ease for you when right. you're in alignment. Like, right. things just, not to say, like, I'm just going to sit on the couch and, like, hope everything happens for me. Like, you right. have to take action, but you don't have to, like, kill yourself. Right, and I mean, it's. I mean, you're still going to have days that are like, you know, up and down because that is part of life and that is the way things work. That's the law of balance. But, you know, you just shouldn't. (laughs) I'll tell you one one thing, like I officially retired um, back in 2016. I did, however, go back <laughs> in 2020 because they called me and asked me to come back for uh, mm-hmm. COVID help because I was working at the hospital. And I was like, you know, that, that's cool. But then I had thought to myself, I said, man, you know, I obviously left such a good impression that they would call me four years after I had left right. the job. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, you know, it, and then when I went back, it was just like picking up where I left off. Like, I was, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, you're back and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah. But I always go back with the caveat, like, hey, so, you know, I have my own business. So as long as you are flexible with that, mm-hmm. and you know, they were pretty cool. But I do recall before I, you know, quit or, or retired from, you know, a traditional work life. I just remember it coming back. And the funny thing is, I think it was Jamaica was was the catalyst for this. When I can't wait, if, if you've ever been, you know, probably, I don't know if it's just like the islands, but mm-hmm. like, you know, you go and you spend some time there. I was in Jamaica for two weeks and I have found time to like meditate by the water and stuff. And it was just like that life of just ease. Yeah. And I remember coming back 
and sitting at my at my desk building these computers like why am I waking up doing this when right. I like this is not what I want to do like it's cool mm -hmm. money I can do this and yeah. it's fine but this is not what I want to be doing yeah. and and it was like that was the the turning point for me it was like from there everything just kind of shifted and I started just being learning to be more in alignment with things because right. it, it's like what are you doing like you know there's so many people who are like oh well, I gotta get up at this time I gotta go to this yeah. job and man I can't I wish it was five o'clock already and it's <laughs> yeah. like but that's not how you should live your life yeah like you shouldn't live your life like time is so valuable like so you shouldn't but is it I don't Does know. Does time exist? You know, because no, that, that's the other thing. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. It's like, it's like, I, like on one hand, I totally agree with that. Like, yeah. you know, time is very valuable. But then on the other hand, it's like, does time really exist? Yeah. What are you guys trying to get us to believe here yep. that it's like, oh, we only have this amount of yeah. time. Well, okay, if I want to be on the spectrum of we only have this amount of time, then let me live my life in a way that aligns with my happiness. Right. Because I'm tired of society pushing on everyone. Like they make them believe that if they go after what they truly want to do, mm -hmm. that they're going to fail. Oh, you want to yep. be an artist? You want to be this? You're going to starve. You know, that's yeah, where the whole starving yeah. artist yeah. and this and you're an out of work actor. And you're, first of all, let me do what I'm doing. Right. Stop trying to tell me like I have to do this and this and this and these are the steps. And it's like, no right no and then i'm also not i'm i'm also not an advocate for everybody you know you know how social media is they're like well why do you work for other people you know start your own thing and it's like everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur yeah. like not everybody's path yes like so don't push that on people because some people are very happy right doing what they're doing working for somebody else climbing yeah. the corporate ladder like everybody has a position to play in this world and if there yeah. were everybody's an entrepreneur there are no employees right. but then it's like but if you're a boss or an entrepreneur you better make sure damn well you're treating your employees correctly right because exactly. you know my generation and the generation after, we like, we're not gonna deal with this. Right? We're, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna deal with this. Yeah, I think it's um, definitely about. I think our generations. Oh, that's okay. Um, I think our generations are really like noticing our worth, yep. and I feel like we're starting to work. I feel like everything in the world is trying to get us to work from the outside in, and I feel like we're realizing it's from the inside out. Yep. So once you get to know yourself and get to know like what brings you joy and move with, with like your highest excitement, then everything on the outside is a reflection of that. Yeah. yeah. And if you look now, um, you know, just in this this world and these times that we're in, because when you're talking about um, working from within, you think about like how things are with mental health right now and how right. mental health is such a big thing now it's like in the spotlight because people are starting we're starting to um acknowledge <laughs> that okay maybe this wasn't okay maybe yeah. i'm in a toxic environment in my work you know yeah. life or in my home life 
or this or that. And you can see just with the amount of news stories, you're like, nah, these are some real mental health breakdowns. And I think what's happening is because of the shift, people are out of alignment from like, they're on a different timeline than where we've shifted. And that, you know, for some people it's bringing anxiety Mm -hmm. or depression or manic depressive breakdowns or just, I mean, there are just so many different things happening that it's like, I I actually love this shift in seeing people um, looking to their mental health and saying, okay, like, what is going on here? Or acknowledging the fact that, yeah, okay, so I do have trauma. Yeah. Especially when it comes to men, because, you know, I mean, that's a whole, that's, that's a whole nother, <laughs> yeah. that's a whole nother bag there. But, you know, just, just acknowledging that there's something that you are dealing with too. Yeah. And it not being looked at like, oh my gosh, this person's crazy because right. they're going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Now people yeah. are talking about therapy. Now people are talking about, well, I took this time for myself instead of like, oh, right. yeah, yeah. you're obviously breaking under pressure. And then stopping the, you know, the toxic uh, comments, even from like the previous generation that wasn't mine. So what was that? The baby boomers. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. because when they look at like either us or your generation when it's just like oh well i did all this and did all that well yeah yeah, but do you see the traumas that were (laughs) passed down (laughs) like through here like it's okay if someone Mm -hmm. says um because i know i heard before i have a friend who had uh who had two babies like back to back and yeah oh she can't She's talking about she needs a break. Why why is that a problem that she yeah. needs a break? I mean, does she have to be with them 24/7 yeah. and I mean, she's young, she's still trying to work, she's trying to can she get yeah. a moment to breathe or to herself to where it's not like exactly. she I took care of two kids <laughs> yeah. with okay, but she's yeah. not you. <laughs> Please normalize the rest, everybody. <laughs> it's like it's like especially when it comes to moms. Like, yeah, people always look at look at moms or like women in general. Like you have to be doing all these Man. things and still have all the, you got to go to work and have a full time job and come home and cook and put dinner on the table. <laughs> and you got to take care of the kids and you got what? No, <laughs> that no, no, that's yeah. not happening. And that's why I can see like some women, they're just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm. I don't want to, not ready for kids. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, and then it's beautiful when you have like that support system with the, with a, with a partner, with your family. And you're just like, yeah, "Yeah." cause for sure. I'm going to tell you right now. Like I definitely normalize my rest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I normalize my, you know, if I need downtime, if Mm -hmm. I need alone time, if I, (laughs) if I'm like, okay meditating guess what door goes the lock goes on the door like you know yeah because you if you're just constantly running and running like this you're always distracted from yourself yeah. you can never connect yeah with yourself but that is again the way they designed it yeah because the minute everybody is able to connect with themselves it's like game over for yeah. all the bullshit that they keep trying to feed us yeah like exactly. you have to do this so it's like 
No, no I, don't I really to. don't. Yeah, so speaking, um, speaking of like generational trauma passed down, um, I know that we can hold a lot of that like physiologically like yep. in your body. I remember I went, I took one of your yoga classes over at the church, um, and I did not realize like how tight like my hips and everything were or even just like my shoulders i feel like i walk around all day like uptight <laughs> and i even noticed like i work at a physical therapy clinic and one of the therapists was like working on me and he was saying like just relax relax and he's like your body just automatically has like a it seems like you're just always tense like your my body's always like in defense mode mm. so and in your head you were probably like i am i know i was like <laughs> i don't know what you're saying <laughs> But, like, I, I think that goes to show, like, I've been through some things um, yeah. that probably inflicted that. And I don't even notice because mentally I could be over it. But, my like, your body and your cells still, like, hold on to all of that Definitely. stuff. And so I think. Especially throughout generations. Yeah. So it's not even, like, just what you dealt with. Because the biggest thing is, like, this is this is what I tell people. Like, let's say in this lifetime, like, you became aware of something that was passed down generations. Yeah. If you became aware of it, that's because it's up to you to, to resolve it. Because okay. guess what? If yeah. you don't, it's just going to go down right. to your kid or, you yeah. know, whoever else. So it's like, if you are blessed enough, because I feel it's a blessing to know that trauma, to have experienced that trauma but then know that it's something that came down the pipeline in yeah. your, you know, your bloodline, then it's like, you're just like, nah, this stops here because right. I'm not trying to pass this along. And that goes with physical abuse, rape, mm -hmm. freaking, you know, like even when they talk about different mentalities, you could be like, you know, slave mentality, slave master yeah. mentality, like all these different things, prejudices that you've either dealt out or experienced on the receiving end. Doesn't matter. Right. Those emotions, those traumas get trapped in the cells. And then it's just like, which is funny because, um, you know, on a, on a more personal note, like there are some things I've already cleared through my uh, bloodline, but for instance, you know, I was telling, we were, you know, <laughs> kind of talking about me doing this raw food oh, yeah. diet for, and it was like, oh, how long? 90 days. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, 90 days. Okay, I could do that. But one of the things I was told uh, intuitively as I was doing this was this was going to also be like a cellular detox. Yeah. Getting the stuff out because... There are certain things, like I said, that I've healed throughout, you know, my life, but getting it out from the cellular level, mm -hmm. that DNA, so it doesn't just yeah. pass on. I was like, okay, so this is this is what we're doing with the with the with the fruit. Like I had to do <laughs> mono meals for a few days. Like yeah. the first three days, I didn't eat anything but mangoes, yeah. and then now I'm just like, okay, this is like my breakfast. The last couple days just yeah. oranges and i was like oh, okay this works but i'm just you know um when you're clearing i mean because there's a whole lot of different ways to clear through journaling through shadow work through um you know foods things will always bring up stuff 
right. yoga, yeah. meditation, yeah. doesn't matter. You know, when it comes up, you just have to allow yourself to move through it. Because yeah. sometimes with people, things come up and they go, you know, yeah. they automatically suppress it because they don't want to feel it. Yeah. They don't want to feel it. And I think that's the problem with a lot of people um, nowadays is they don't want to feel. Yeah. So they do things to numb the pain, to distract them, to yeah, do fill the void. whatever. Yeah. Right. So that they don't have to feel what's going on. Yeah, I've definitely had like a couple yoga sessions where suddenly like I'll be in a pose or a posture and I just started crying. Mm -hmm. But it's like it felt really good, though. It felt like a release, like it was very much needed. So, yeah, I just kind of like allow myself. I'm a crier. So like if I feel like I need to cry, I'm just going to cry. I'm be like, I'm going to go take a shower. Nobody bother me. Yeah. I'm going to let this out real quick. Um, but I do want to touch on reiki a little bit mm -hmm. um did that come to you in the same way that yoga did or did it kind of come like hand in hand with oh, your yoga experience man so reiki also came in 2016 and i just i had a vision so it was mm -hmm. it was shown to me that i said <laughs> i just remember so this was um I was speaking to my fiance before he was my fiance. This is when we were just like talking and dating or whatever. And I told him, I came home from work and I said, oh, I said I had a vision. I saw myself um, like giving people massages, like this is in the future, but giving people massages, like they come in and tell me about their day and I know which chakra is out of alignment. Right. And then I, you know, work on them and do this. He said, that sounds like Reiki. And I said, yeah. what is Reiki? So, like, oh, my fiancé introduced me to it. But the funny thing is how he found out about Reiki was when he used to drive Uber, one of the people he picked up, um, she was a Reiki practitioner. Oh, wow. And, well, no, she was a Reiki master, a master teacher. And she goes, she was telling him about Reiki and saying that she needed to teach someone um, and he was having like some pain in his shoulder and then you know she did some reiki on him and he was like he was like <laughs> so then when you know i was telling him about that and he was like yeah it sounds like reiki and that's when he told me oh she's looking for someone she needs to teach someone and i said oh okay i never did it because i was yeah. living here and he was living in la at the time so i was like okay but um shortly before um so so this was after the whole yoga is going to be big and you're moving to redondo i had found um intrinsic elements oh i love that story <laughs> right so i are you uh familiar with Susie? the owner? yeah i did like how she does like the conversations with Susie. i've yeah. done that like twice but yeah Susie's so i've cool. never i've never done that but so i <laughs> I remember going in there because I was looking for a crystal shop. Uh -huh. And the funny thing is, like, I found maybe one or two places on Yelp. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming to her shop and I was reading through the reviews and, like, one or two people gave a negative review about something about being followed around the store. And my intuition, I was like, well, probably because you had some shady-ass <laughs> energy or something. Yeah. So I remember when I walked in there... And at the time, it was just Susie working, you know, like, in the back where right. she sits. And then it was only Jessica at the front. And I just remember um, going in, and I was talking to Susie. And I was like, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, something, something about this. 
you know, review. And then we just kind of laughed about it. And she was like, yeah, that, that is basically what it was. <laughs> and then it was like me and Susie had this vibe. And I would come in there a couple times. And I just remember one day, like I was, I was looking at something all the way in the front. She was all the way in the back and just came from the back with this gust, like whoosh, <laughs> right over, made a beeline to this book some angel book and came and brought it to me she said I was told you're gonna be working with angels and I was like huh <laughs> so I took the book and I was like oh, okay which I did end up working with angels but that's another story <laughs> but um what happened was um maybe like a couple weeks later I happened to come into the store and it was just her and Jessica and they were standing at the front no one else was in the store and I was telling her um about I said yeah you know, I want to do uh, Reiki. I've never had, um, like, an actual session. Like, I've never experienced yeah. it. And then she said, I, I do Reiki. I said, oh, do you? And then all of a sudden, it was like I felt this this huge, like, string of energy between us, like this pull. Like, we were looking in each other's eyes. And I said, you have to be the one to do it. And she said, uh -huh. she said okay. And then she, and I said, I said, you have time right now? And she said, yeah let's do it <laughs> so then we get in the back and then she's like she's being guided to pull out stuff she's never pulled out wow. before and she's yeah. like she's like oh my gosh and you know this and this and that she's like i've never been called to do this this is gonna be great so like we're doing this <laughs> session we have a like really really dope session and then i just remember um going to tell her goodbye before i was leaving to redondo and she told me at that time that um, she's she was just like a lot of healers were being called to like right. the L.A. area. And that's probably why I was leaving. But and I was like, oh, OK, and you know, we gave a hug. And then um, a little bit after that, I happened to find someone out there in Huntington Beach that was doing Reiki training. And I was like, wow. all right, let me just yeah. go ahead and do this. <laughs> So I went and I went for the weekend course. So I got my level one, two certification. And then, um, you know, that was, that was cool. That was a, that was a dope experience. Um, that was a dope experience. But when I, when I first did it, I was like, you know, kind of like that nervousness of, yeah. are you doing this? And then you know, that ego getting in the way, am I really doing something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you're just like, I don't know how this is, but then I would do it on my now fiance, who wasn't my fiance at the time. And so that's where I would practice a lot, right. like with him and then on my son. So I would practice on them too a lot. And then right before I was leaving Redondo, I went back to um, do my Kundalini Reiki training, which was a whole like, what was it, nine attunements? So uh -huh. that was so I yeah I did that one, but um yeah, and then I got my uh, I did Holy Fire last was it last year yeah last year last July oh, okay. so mm -hmm. I actually have I'm a Holy Fire master teacher oh wow that's awesome yeah so I have three yeah. I'm like three lineages or three yeah. <laughs> different that's that's how I say it, but I love Reiki and I do Reiki like literally every day really you can you can, is that something you can do on yourself yep oh nice 
Yeah, so I do it yeah. on myself every day. I do it um, around the house to protect the house, to protect my family. Yeah. I do it on the baby. I yeah. do it like <laughs> I do it. I do it. Um, I just do it. I do it. And to be honest, I do it in my yoga. Nice. I yeah. do like especially if I have someone coming in if they're telling me they have um, like either some kind of shoulder pain or some injury something that they've sustained I'll right. give them Reiki during that and nice. that that wasn't even recent I was giving people Reiki when I was working at ONAC yeah <laughs> like, people were like oh I felt some kind of energy I was like it was the Reiki <laughs> yeah. that's what I was doing so yeah yeah that's awesome um I was looking through your Instagram, <laughs> and I saw a quote. I forgot who it was by, um, but you posted it, and it stood out to me because, well, I'll just say what it was. It was ground to expand. So what does that mean to you? I like that um, because I feel like um, one of the main things is, especially in this life, it's like you have to make sure that you stay grounded here right. yeah. because if you don't, you're going to be floating off in la-la land somewhere. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, so you want to make sure that that you're grounded in whatever that you're doing because that's the only way that you're going to expand to your full potential. Yeah. Because without a foundation, like a stable foundation, you, yeah. I mean, exactly. you, you can expand. But you might be floating <laughs> yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. So for me, it's just being grounded in what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that because, um, like you said, I feel like being grounded and building that foundation is, like, the first step. Because I think a lot of times, like, I feel like, especially with social media and, like, my generation, we see, like, all the highlight reels. And we were, like, we just want to skip straight to, like, that without even, like, knowing yourself. I feel like we always want to put, like, the carriage before the horse. Mm -hmm. So I feel like getting grounded is something that should always be, like, priority. Especially grounded in yourself. Because, again, um, and, you know, just with the help of, you know, just these highlight reels and just how society tries to push people is they push them into the direction of achieving someone else's goal or living someone else's dream when it's like one of the best things, one of the best quotes that uh, I always attribute to Michelle, this was a woman I, um, she was, she well, she didn't compete with me, but she was, working out with me when I was competing to uh, do my very first fitness competition. So this is when I was 30, but I just remember one time in the gym, cause you know, when you're in that world of, you know, fitness competition, your competition's coming up, it's like, did I drop weight? Did I, you know, am I, did I hit my targets? And I was like, I've been doing all that. I just remember being real frustrated one day. And I said, I said, well, I'm not going to be as good as her. And she said, uh-uh, don't right. do that. She said, keep your eyes on your own test. That I always yeah, remember I that, that for everything. Keep she said, do not them. compare yourself to other people. Don't look at what anybody else is doing. Right. You keep your eyes on your own test because those people will start to throw you off. And I think yeah. that's such a, a good thing. And um, 
that could be very grounding and bringing someone back to themselves yeah. is reminding them to basically keep their eyes yeah. on their own on their own test. And just like that reel I made the other day about, you know, the rules of yoga, which right. you said the rules of fight club, but it's like, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Cause yeah. I do still have yogis that come in like, man, okay. She over there showing off flexible, man. I have one day I'm going to get there. Jamila, how are you so flexible? Well, first of all, <laughs> like I've been at this, you yeah. know, for a while, but don't compare yourself to where I am. Right, you show right. up where you are. And then you know that's your starting point. So then yeah. you progress from there. That's yeah. the best thing is to progress from where you are. You always keep the eyes on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me. I've definitely been in a couple yoga classes. And I forgot. I think we were like in crow pose or something. And the instructor's like, yeah, go ahead and progress to headstand. Like if it's in your practice. And so I see everybody doing headstands. And like, I can't do a headstand. But I'm like, my ego's like, okay, Tamiya, try it. <laughs> But yeah, that's just like it reminded me of that. Wait, did you fall? Well, I didn't try oh. it. I was like, no, like I'm not about to do that. I know I can do. But yeah, but you can do crow. Yeah, for like a little Sweet. bit. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I, I, I just like that. that's I just stuck with my little crow. Shoot, I can barely do crow, but I could do a headstand. Yeah, handstands are harder, but you know, yeah, I'm I'm getting there. But you know, then again, I just remember when I first started yoga. And I had a yoga teacher tell me, like, a lot of yoga teachers can't even do handstands. I was like, really? Because <laughs> they make you think, like, oh, you can. Or, like, even, and that's the other thing. When you talk about social media, like, even looking at the yoga on social media, yeah. you see all these people super, you know, flexible and hyper flexible. And it's like, a lot of times, these are not yoga right. instructors. These are gymnasts or dancers. Yeah, yeah. And so then people compare themselves like oh man i can't do that and i'm like shit i can't do that you <laughs> yeah. know what i'm saying it's like my leg doesn't bend yeah. that, that way or i don't have that much flexibility in my back but yeah that doesn't change the fact that i still do yoga like, yeah. like don't let that keep away. you from yes yeah that because i've had people all the time tell me uh, i'm not flexible enough <laughs> to do yoga first yeah, of all yeah. just show up yeah. How about that? Yeah. Just come on Start with that. Yeah. Let's just, let's just come on. Because we're going to have a good time regardless. It doesn't matter how flexible you are. Yeah. That's why you're coming. Exactly. You're, yeah. you're just, you know, the thing is just take some time out for yourself. Don't let the things intimidate you. And then sometimes people yeah. are like, but how many people are going to be in there? I don't want yeah. people to look at me. I want to go in the back. Come to the front. Yeah. Come to I feel like even if you just showed up and if you, if you just laid in like shavasana like the whole time like you did something right <laughs> yeah. man um, i love yeah. a class with a long shavasana <laughs> like yeah. when i'm when i'm taking it so then you know i i love to try and give like my yogis long long or longer shavasanas because i'm like i know how that feels because when we talk about things coming up you know yeah. intuition that shavasana yeah right there you just like Okay, this is what I got to do. And you get yeah. up, you might journal it or right. whatever, but Shavasana is there. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we wrap up here, um, I know you do a lot for the community. Like you do, you were doing yoga in the park, like when the weather was warmer. You have all your Going yoga classes. Yeah. You do like your yoga classes, I think it's like Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And those are always like booked up. So that's really good. Um, and you also did your women's healing event that I went to. Yes. 
that was amazing and i feel like i feel like the community here definitely needs stuff like that because yeah we have yoga studios and stuff but a lot of times like to take one class it's kind of expensive to be able to go like consistently yeah so i feel like that kind of like scares people off and they don't feel like it's as accessible to them so what do you hope to bring like to this community specifically like through your offerings and your energy so um you know one of the big things is i love aligning with these different organizations um to be able to provide resources to people who might not necessarily have the access to you know come to yoga and stuff but in the future or what what my whole goal is is one i do want to open up my own yoga studio but i do also plan to have a portion of it to where it's like okay this is dedicated like for for instance i work with yep mm-hmm. so instead of us having to find a location you know to support right. them or just saying like okay well i have my yoga studio now like you guys gotta yeah. find somebody else it's like no so this is the time that we have guess what now we're just moving in here now we right. don't have to go anywhere like i want to be able to continue like my partnerships with these organizations but just bringing them into a studio that they might not have felt like okay i don't have this type of access but then still from the outside not know anything different like it's like yes this is accessible to you yes these are the things that we're doing but in addition to that i love doing um workshops like the women's Mm -hmm. healing workshops i (laughs) i was like you know at the end of last year, I was so ambitious. I was like, yes, okay, so I'm going to have a workshop every month. I'm going to have it. It wasn't going to be as big as that one. Yeah. That one, I said, that's going to be annual. But I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be great. And then just, I mean, things just started getting really busy. And I was like, wait, it's okay. And then I got to, you know, because when yeah. you're managing everything, like your social media and, you know, being a mom and doing all those things in your classes and I still take private clients, so it's like oh, wow. all that, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, okay. So like, I had to sit there. I said, yeah. So you know, matter of fact, I guess the first half of the year <laughs> that wasn't happening. So we're right, gonna plan yeah. for the next half of the year. But I want to bring more things that um, you know are beautiful for the community because one right. of the one of the biggest things, like I'm a very very big advocate about as you know is healing Mm -hmm. people's healing journeys and that i know uh for me like that's my lane when it comes to yoga like you know for some people if they come to me and they're just like i just need help you know getting more flexible or this and this and that it's like i could technically help Mm -hmm. with that but i also do know other yoga teachers that you know might like that you know like i've i had to turn down a couple people because i was just like yeah could you help my twins (laughs) and i was just like i like to work with people who who are like all right i got some healing to do and maybe they're stepping out of like or they're trying a different avenue than just a traditional therapy because yoga in itself can be therapy yeah but um like, I want to bring those aspects 
to the community that are more healing. And one of the things I really want to do is not just work with women, but work with men. Because I feel like mm-hmm. men, you can't just have all the women healing and the men not feeling like they have somewhere to go or right. not even addressing their own issues. Because with the issues that have been coming to me um, through like women's healing events, Guess what? A lot of them have to do with men. So the men need their own yeah, space too. Yeah, and I feel true. like um even with this whole healing aspect and you know people are more aware of it now, if you look at like a lot of the things that are um advertised or marketed, everything mm-hmm. or I won't say everything, but majority of it is marketed towards women. Right. Where are the men like in here? Where yeah. are there, you know, specific, where's the men's healing circles? Right. Like, yeah, like not I, that many. Right. So, like, those are the things, like, I ultimately want to bring yeah. to the community. Yeah. And like I said, I feel like it's very needed here. Um, I feel like a lot of people look at places like the Central Valley and, like, you know, like, if you go to L.A. or, like, somewhere like that, you have, like, a million, like, wellness, holistic type things. Um, but here, I feel like that's something that we really lack. And I think the community can definitely benefit yeah. from that. That's why my my goal is to, and I've been saying this for like two years, but my goal is to uh, make Modesto the health and wellness capital of yeah. California. Yeah. Not LA and not the Bay. Like, yeah. bring it here. Yeah. Because we can be known for things yeah. like that. Even though I'm not, you know... A Modesto native, but guess what? I'm here, and Spirit yeah. didn't want me to leave for a reason. Right. So this yeah. is where I have to set up shop, and this is like the more that we do, mm-hmm. you know, I want to help bring it over here. Yeah, because you know, Spirit gave very specific instructions in 2017. Right. <laughs> said you can't leave Modesto until you help make yoga popular. Wow. And I was like, yeah, very specific. And I swear, every time I tried to leave, it was funny. Because, like, in 2020, uh, you know, when everything shut down, my fiance's job went completely remote. And he said, oh, guess what? We can live anywhere. So we were looking. We were like, oh, yeah, let's go go to Atlanta. Because that was our, like, we was like, let's go to Atlanta. That's when Kaiser called me back and said, can you come work? And then, and then my fiance said, "Oh, spirit really don't." <laughs> I said, "Man, every single time yeah. I try to leave, something no. pops up, and it's like no." And I'm yeah. like, "Damn, okay, okay." But then, like, as of last year, like once I left the hospital and I started working with YEP and Insight and all that, I started to see. I said. No, I could see the vision now. Yeah. And then Spirit showed me, like, the yoga studio. Because before, I was like, I don't want a yoga studio because mm-hmm. that's too much commitment. That means right. I have to be right. like, I like yeah. to travel. I don't want to be locked to a place. And I was like, no, you have to do this. Because yeah. then you help bring things to this mm-hmm. community. You want to bring more healing. You got to bring more light. And all. Right. So I was like, I can do it. Yeah. And I think even, like, that's kind of why I felt called to start this podcast because I think even like conversations like these are important. Yep. Bring myself back up. Like I don't think I would have done that if I never went through anything. Yep. So um, that's why I wanted to start this because I like when I was bringing myself back up and building myself, I was like, I feel like 
if I'm going through this, there's probably so many other people that are going through the same thing. So I feel like even if I don't have it figured out, if I just start to share like what I'm learning as I'm learning it, like I could be helping some people. So I feel like that's just having those type of conversations. So thank you for coming on and having this conversation with me because I just love connecting with people that I feel like want to bring the same type of energy into each other's lives and the community and all of that kind of stuff. So thank you. I really appreciate you you taking your time. I know you're busy. Um, Mondays are cool. Yeah. So where can everybody find you? I'm like, now this, starting today, I am uh, teaching, uh, well, I'm leading like meditation for the parents at Insight. Oh, nice. So I work with the kids on Thursday, but then on Mondays, yeah. I'm going to be working with the parents. Oh, that's so, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but where can they find me for classes? Yeah. So if somebody listens to this and they want to like get in contact with you or see your content, where can they access Yogawithjamila.com. Okay. Yep. Nice. If you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, everything is Yoga with Jamila. Yeah. I keep it, keep it <laughs> yeah, real simple. simple. Yelp. Yeah. Yoga with Jamila. So, yeah, and then I teach to the public Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Awesome. 